Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 135 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today is part three of our three-part Wealthy Women series. I recorded this series live. If you missed the live event, not a problem, because you can go back to episode 133 and 134 to catch parts one and two in case you missed them. But today for part three, we're really focusing on the business aspect of the mind-body business connection, and you're in for a treat. I really hope you will learn something very unique and different and how to look at the parallels between running a successful business and being very successful in your weight release journey. Also, before I forget, I want to mention that this whole three-part series comes with a very special workbook, and the workbook will help you complete the exercises that I share, but also go deeper in some of the concepts. And I have some other bonus episodes that I recommend to enhance your learnings. So if you want to get a copy of the workbook, just go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash confidence. And we're also going to put the link in the show notes. And one more thing, because at the end of this episode, I'm going to make an invitation for you. So I just wanted to tell you up front so you know when it's coming. But I am also giving you on top of this three-part series, the cherry on top, which is my bonus masterclass, the three weight loss myths of midlife. And if you want to grab access to this free training, all you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free. And we will also put the link in the show notes. But really, the reason why you would want to watch it is that I'm going to go over the three weight loss myths that happens during midlife that are keeping you stuck in a body you are unhappy with. There's so much advice out there that works if you're in your 20s and 30s, but it's not suited for women over 40. And I want to tell you what are those myths so that you're not making those mistakes and trying to solve the wrong problem. Number two, we're also going to go over which hormones are key after 40 for vibrant energy levels, better sleep, and of course, weight release in midlife. And lastly, you will also discover how to eat for your needs in this phase in your life. And my real goal here is to empower you to know how to balance blood sugar naturally. So if you're interested, if this all sounds interesting to you, uh, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free to get access to this uh, training immediately. So without any further ado, here is part three of the Wealthy Woman series. So welcome back. And if you are joining me live for this three-part series, today is part three. And we're finally going to get into the business aspect of the mind-body business connection. And for those of you listening to the replay on the podcast, 
This is episode 135, and I'm very excited to share this with all of you. So today we're going to talk about what business has to do with your weight, and very specifically, what is the connection? I want to make all these parallels for you so you can see the relationships, but also how can you use business to impact your well-being and your weight and vice versa. So hopefully this is going to be an interesting new way to look at this topic for you. And like in business, and I mentioned this a little bit in the previous uh, two episodes, it is not just about the resources you have, but it's very much how resourceful you are in terms of getting the results and outcomes. And in part two of this series, so episode 134, for those who missed, we really talked about looking at your weight loss journey as part of your legacy. We also looked at weight being our teacher and really part of our personal development journey, very much like in business that we're constantly working on ourselves to upgrade our mindset and reach next and next levels of impact. The same is true for our other teachers in life and for many of us, relationships, money, and weight or weight struggles are teachers of ours. And lastly, our symptoms. So we talked about this in the previous episode. Our symptoms are part of our wellness. And I really want you to start thinking this way um, because it is really time to listen to your body. So if you missed episode 134, I talked about reframing some of your menopausal and midlife symptoms so that it may be something that you want to go back to and uh, watch. Now for today, we're of course focusing on the third pillar, which is business. And really the main issues that we're going to address today in this episode is what to do when the majority of your time, attention, intention, and even fulfillment in life goes into growing your business and your career, leaving very little time to your health. You know, I know that a lot of times we're just told that, yeah, just, you know, start a new program, a new diet, just put more energy, just do it. And for a lot of very busy women that only last so long because we have all these other massive priorities competing, right? So if you are a busy entrepreneur or career-driven leader and you find yourself wanting to dedicate majority of your time and attention to things such as career and business, but you know that your health is struggling, what I want to show you is how can we actually shift prioritization in your mind so as you prioritize the body and your health, you can see how it actually is multiplying by many folds your impact in your business and your bank account. Uh, one thing is just to say, just do it. The other thing is really to make those connections in their minds so that we can clearly see by how working on our health, we are actually fulfilling our impact and income. And if you find yourself in the, I'll, I'll just call it the typical entrepreneurial uh, world, which is sleep procrastination, you know, or just not getting enough of it or enough quality of it. If you are used to the microwave and or drive through diet of an entrepreneur, um, if you're used to eating during meals, right? So you're just like eating your food very quickly because you're, you don't even have time to stop. And or you have very high levels of stress combined with a very high demand for performing at high levels, you know, throughout the day, large cognitive demand, right? Like cognitive health, your ability to focus, memory, 
all those things, naturally we see a decline with aging. But if your career choices and entrepreneurial passions really put a lot of demand on your cognitive abilities, you know, it's being challenged and pushed constantly, as well as if you have long sedentary periods, meaning long periods of time sitting, like I am right now, in front of a computer on a screen, even if you work out once a day, but you still have those four, three, four hour increments of sedentary blocks throughout your day. And also, if you have a lot of high blue light and green light, for that matter, exposure in your eyes, for example, for a lot of screen time or really late nights working in front of a computer, a lot of indoor lighting as well, which we will see later that it really disrupts your circadian rhythm, impacting your sleep, impacting your energy, impacting your weight. If all of those or some of those things are part of your entrepreneurial or um, high-performing lifestyle, know that those things do get in the way of you being able to naturally balance your hormones, your health, your weight, okay? And of course, having an impact on your energy levels and so on. But remember, and we talked about this in the last episode, what we're really after, because my goal is not to deprioritize your passion for work and entrepreneurship. It is only to prioritize health a little bit more so that you can see how by working on your health, you're actually maximizing what you're after, which is the impact in your income. However, um, the, the game here is to find this beautiful tipping point of how much can you get away with <laughs> in terms of not getting what you want and not compromising your health and well-being. So we're really after this very personalized and unique tipping point to you because maybe in your 20s and 30s, you're able to really push the body, you know, like your ability to get away with things was huge. And then in midlife after you turn 40, some of those hormonal changes happening really reduced your, your resilience now we can get away with much less but if we don't compensate our lifestyle to match this that's when we start to really see a lot of the symptoms and suffer and then the weight starts to go out of control and we don't even know what happened uh, for some women it's very progressive so it's very difficult to pinpoint when did it actually change but there's going to be tiny little clues as it does change so now that you're here where you are our job is to see how much can you get away with without compromising and in some cases, we may have to revert some of those lifestyle choices a little bit to get you back in balance, okay? So many purpose-driven women, which is who I speak to, are used to prioritizing everyone, right, ahead of our needs and really carrying the weight of the shit, the weight of the world in our shoulders. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And a lot of us left corporate, that is also my story, leaving the nine to five to find fulfillment and end up creating even more demanding of a job than what we had in the first place, working crazy hours even before. And a lot of times it is our incredible drive and mission and cause and passion that we have that actually makes us dedicate so much time to others. Like I, I said on day one that the number one part of, you know, being a successful in business is having a big caring heart and wanting to serve the world. But it gets to a point, like back to the tipping point, that we need to be careful so that we're not over caring for the world and completely forgetting about our needs. My job is to help you show you that by actually putting your needs in somewhat of a priority, 
you actually have more capacity to take care of you in the world. Okay, so it's not in lieu of, it's and. <laughs> so hopefully this makes sense. And the other thing too that I know from personal experience and working with clients of the uh, with this type of personality for over a decade now, that there's a lot of uh, a big connection between this type of giving and purpose to our own sense of identity and self-worth. So the ability to do it all, I think it's a, a big part of this because we kind of feel we've been able to and now something is shifting in our bodies that it's almost like we can show up in the same way. And for some of us, there's a grieving process of this shift and I want to empower you to look at it in a slightly different way. I believe that until the end of days, yes, we can do it all, just not all at the same time. You know, it's <laughs> a small little shift. Um, but like part one of the series, either episode 133, um, really the first step that we talked about was embracing that wealthy woman, right? And really shifting into this new identity because the wealthy woman identity she does take care of the world she still has her purpose and mission but she actually makes it to her own priority list you know she actually cares about how she feels and the way that she shows up in the world and the things that she says yes to and no to are from an empowered place rather than from a depleted place okay and the the bare truth is if you want a different result, if you're not looking in the mirror and see a different story, if you want more energy, if you want a healthier body, if you want to make even a bigger impact and look at your bank account and see a bigger income, a bigger number, there are going to be things that we must have to shift accordingly. And in a simplistic way, I'm calling them your priorities, okay? So the where you spend your attention and your intention will need to shift a little bit if you want different results. So I'm going to make a parallel between health and business here. So in business, so I'm think of like weight plateaus and business revenue plateaus, okay? So in business, when one hits a revenue plateau, the solution is often, one, finding the 20% of activities that bring you 80% of your revenue, right? So simplify. We hear this advice all the time. Another advice we hear often in business is, okay, let's uncover what we are doing that is preventing progress. So let's reprioritize. And often it's not what else you need to do, but it's more about what are you doing that's stopping you that we can stop doing. Often that is where the problem lies. Next, often in business, we look at data before taking action. So it can be clear where are you know the missing points and missing links. And lastly, often an advice we see for business revenue plateaus is assess where money is being spent so that you can best utilize it, right? So some activities are going to lead to money being spent. Other activities, may, even if you're spending the money, may lead to the money being invested, meaning there's better returns. So let's look where you're allocating the money. So it's not just about selling more, but also spending less or being smarter how you spend business. Now, how does this translate to your health? So in health, specifically weight release, the solution is often no different when it comes to your health. It is about finding the 20% of activities that are yielding 20% of your results in your weight release journey. Simplify the process. One of the things I do for women is that we all have spent so much time, money, and energy learning so many different strategies and so on. So the women that I help 
don't normally have a problem of knowledge and knowing what to do. It's more taking stuff out of their box that shouldn't be there, you know, like part of the 80% of things you're trying to do that are not given the results, but also helping you identify what are the areas that are missing, right? So it's finding that 20%. In terms of your health and your weight, uncovering what you're doing that's pre preventing your progress. Exactly the same as in business, but reprioritizing the activities you do for that. Number three, looking at data before taking action. Clarity, exactly the same in business. The difference is what a lot of women are measuring are not actually indicators of progress. So for example, if you're you know, using the scale and weighing yourself, you may have false positives, false negatives. It's not actually an indicator of health. It's not an indicator of fat loss. It has so much variability, keeps a lot of women disappointed and struggling. So in my work, I have what I call the beyond the scale markers of success. And we track things that are a lot more health promoting and productive so that you're actually mark, you know, measuring things that are showing you progress until the scale eventually catches on. And lastly, in health, assessing where your attention and your effort goes into, as opposed to money before, where are you spending it so that you can actually amplify? So if you can see, there is a very clear parallel between business and health. So if you're excellent at business, let's borrow some of the strategies you have and really apply to your health. And I have another little visual um, that I'm going to go through here that hopefully will help you with that. And I know business and career is important to you. That's why you're listening to this uh, episode. That's very much probably why you got attracted to the concept, right, of the mind-body-business connection. So our job with this episode together is to, one, to show you, and I mean, your mind, <laughs> that as you prioritize your health, your business and your income will grow. And for some women, that is really what's preventing them because they don't have the capacity. They're just lacking energy, brain fog, all those things. So by really working on that foundation we've been talking about, it can really reach the next level. That the next goal we have is to show you that weight release is part of your personal development journey. Most entrepreneurs love personal development, we love personality tests and quizzes <laughs> and all those things to enhance us because we know that the more we work on in our inner world, the bigger our mindset becomes. And I really want to remind you that your physical health is no different. And lastly, I also want you to leave here knowing that you can run your health as you run your successful business. And the more you make those correlations, then we go, oh, wow, yeah, this is how I would act in a business sense. Let's apply that to your health as well. I have a um, little visual table here. So for those listening to the podcast, if you want a copy of the table, all you have to do is download the workbook. So go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash confidence, and you will be able to get a copy of the workbook that will have the table for you to look at. But basically, I wanted to, like I said, become the leader of your own health. So let's look at the relationship between business, you know, what it, what it would do for an employee and yourself in your personal life. So in business, most businesses have a mission statement. So when it comes to why that it is important to your employees is that a lot of times it helps with intrinsic motivation. If we know this is what we're going for, this is the cause, this is the mission. But in your personal life, it is what I call your true why or your real why. 
Because if you don't have a really core, true why you want to release the weight, anytime that gets difficult, hard, that's when a lot of women give up. Because you cannot see how taking time away from your business and your family is actually benefiting what is important to you, right? It feels selfish. It feels guilty. It feels hard. So by having clarity, and this is really where I help women connect to what is most important to you, which is your inner priorities, which we talked about yesterday on episode 134, is very much if you're very clear on what you're here to fulfill, then we can really link your health to the fulfillment of those goals, and then it becomes unstoppable. This level of inner motivation really comes true. The next level that I like to think about from a business standpoint is awards and impact, right? So as a business, you may have awards and impact. As an employee, you may get recognition, right? Um, and for ourselves, it's very much the perception of worth. And a lot of times when we look in the mirror and we don't like what we see, we diminish our perception of worth. Again, it's a perception because your worth is 100%. I've been telling you throughout this whole series, you are literally perfect as you are. There's nothing to change, but there's quite a bit to accept. There's quite a bit to allow about your perfection to come true. And self-worth is really a perception of that perfection. And that is really something that, like in business, that I want you to start to recognize about yourself. Next, in business, when you think of the leadership style of a business, it really sets the culture that those employees are going to either you know, bind together with or really struggle with. And when it comes to culture, on a personal sense, it's no different than our family dynamics, right? So when I say become the leader of your own health, in a leadership role or if you run your own business, your job is to model and inspire those who you lead, right? But in the family dynamics, and that's why we've been talking about personal legacy in the previous two episodes of this series, I really wanted to start contemplating that as you work on yourself, which is the only thing we can work on and change, to be honest. But as you work on improving yourself and your relationship with food and your relationship with your body and you have energy and capacity, you really start to model to other women what is possible to your family, to immediate friends, and even to generations to come because your impact is so much bigger. So I really wanted to, you know, drop the limited weight loss belief, which is, I think, old and it should go and really bring this bigger, more expensive belief that your personal physical journey is a big part of this, uh, this impact you're here to do and really elevate your thinking. So you're not just like doing this for yourself, you're doing this for yourself, but everybody benefits. Okay. Back to business. When you think of, for example, team dynamics, right? This is a very big one. And this is one that I often use as an example for women. So there's a team dynamics in business. In terms of your employees, you're going to have different teams, different delegations, who does which task, right? But then when it comes to yourself, a lot of women don't think about this. They forget. They think they have to do all the things to do it all, take care of all the pieces. And this is really when I think, where I think a lot of the opportunity lies because your body is like your star team player. So in your business... If you have a really high-performing employee and you say, okay, you're going to work 18-hour uh, days, you're going to get almost no quality rest, no vacation, no bonus pay, and I'm going to keep throwing stuff on your plate. Is that star employee going to perform and stay and stick around? 
probably not, right? But we expect our body, which is really our star player, to work under very suboptimal conditions, okay? So that is when personal delegation and linking, which is a more advanced practice that I teach in my work, takes place that we're actually delegating parts in a personal life of things that don't fulfill us so that we're not depleting our energy, operating outside of our inner priorities, so we have more capacity to actually give to the world and be joyous and happy and vibrant. And lastly, when it comes to business, in a business you have your rules and your procedures, and then as an employee, you may have tasks and duties that are you know, given to you, and that is no different than for ourselves that we have our inner priorities. Our inner priorities are very much set on your you know, early childhood, sometimes teenage years. And then we shift a little bit if something major and drastic happens. So say in your 30s, you had a baby, right? That's a big shift in life and prioritization. So probably motherhood became a priority. If you don't have a child, but you, you know, decided to run a business and you bought a business or launched a business, huge prioritization change. So whatever your inner priorities are, which we talked lots about in yesterday's episode or episode 134 so go back and listen to that if you missed i do have an activity in the workbook as well that you can sort of clarify what does your authentic blueprint looks like that is a huge part of it because anything that doesn't fit what is most meaningful fulfilling important to you as you keep doing it for other people it continues to deplete you of energy of capacity of stamina and then we get cranky we get snacky and then then everything falls apart okay so that is a visual, and if you are listening only to me, uh, it is going to be in the workbook, as I mentioned, of how to start putting together a correlation between business and our personal journeys. And just a quick recap, one thing that I mentioned to you a few times through this series is that there's, top, there's three main resources in midlife that I think are crucial for you to get the body launch, the energy levels you launch, and feel rested and joyous. And the first one is emotional mastery, which has really been the focus of most of what we talked about in the last three episodes. Really look at it from the body, the mind, and business perspective. The next two resources, blood sugar balance and your circadian rhythm regulation, which is more the science part of it, um, which basically would impact your energy levels and how good sleep you get, is something that I'm going to uh, give you a resource at the end of today's episode. So stick around and I will share that with you in a second. But I wanted to have a, a very good understanding of all three of them and how they play together because it's really going to determine your ability to increase that resilience so you can shift the tipping point and get away with a little bit more while it was still maintaining your health and well-being. If you downloaded the workbook in part one, just as a quick review here, episode 133, that's when we talked about the wealthy woman building that identity and really feeling how does she feel like, look like, behaves like. And what does she believe in? That's also very important, right? And what are her desires? Because this is the version of us that is calm, content, feels sexy, beautiful, that has all the things that we're after. So if we can get a better, more clear sense and feel into her, it's really helpful in terms of making those shifts. So that is episode 133, if you want to go back and listen again. 
And then the last part of part two, when we talked about the body, episode 134, that is really when we talked about inner priorities and I have an activity for you in the workbook. And that is when we talked about those energy bucks, right? So if you're spending your energy bucks into living outside of priority and doing a million things for everyone without any delegation, you get to the end of the day so tired, so depleted. And that's why so many women say that at dinner time or shortly after, that's when the cravings come up. That's when the glass of wine becomes very seductive. And that is when the salt and vinegar chips or the chocolate bar almost becomes this necessary key to open the portal of relaxation super late at night. So you go to bed, not in the healthiest state, wake up even more tired and repeat the cycle, right? So if you find yourself in a cycle, I'll say that is a very common cycle of the entrepreneurial woman. Uh, what I'm proposing to you is shifting the cycle to one, understanding your inner priorities, and then prioritizing your life, still giving your all to your business, your family, to whatever is important to you, but making yourself part of that prioritization list so that you can get to the end of the day with an investment of your energy as opposed to a complete depletion. So you do have energy and capacity to even think about healthy eating, to eat and feel fulfilled and satisfied so you don't have the late night snacks or the cravings and you can go to bed and get proper rest and wake up feeling like your best the next day, right? And then repeat that cycle. <laughs> uh, so that is episode 134. And of course, I have something coming up about this for you as well. So just to recap, so emotional mastery we've been talking about but the next two resources that I said, I have something as we close here to offer you as a bonus. If you want to get a little deeper in understanding, okay, how can I balance blood sugar naturally? And how can I really start regulating my circadian rhythm, which is really our sleep and awake cycles and have a lot to do with hormonal balance as well. So both of these two uh, points are talking about balancing insulin balancing cortisol, melatonin cycle, the stress hormone. And really, that is the key to getting you the proper restful sleep as well as energy levels that you may feel are a bit depleted. So what I decided to do to give you the full experience and share the science side of things with you in a more a deep way and meaningful way, I'm going to be offering you a bonus masterclass. So in this bonus masterclass, we're going to go over three major, you're going to have three things you're going to come out of it with. So the first one, we're going to uncover the three weight loss myths of midlife that are keeping you stuck in a body you're unhappy with. There's so much information out there for 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds that in weight loss, I mean, that sound great, but it just doesn't walk after 40. And if you're not told that, you're going to continue to push and try and struggle and then feel you're failing because you're actually not using strategies that are applicable and approachable for the right phase in your life. So I want to go over those and clarify those once and for all. Number two, we're also going to go over which hormones are key over for, for women over 40 specifically for vibrant health, energy levels, better sleep, and weight release. I like to think of this as, as your hormones are shifting, you know, through your fertile years towards menopause, there's going to be, as some things go down, like your estrogen and your progesterone, other hormones are going to become more important. Their role is going to 
you know, become a little bit more prevalent. So which ones are those and how to balance them naturally? So that's what we're going to talk about because I want you to at least understand this is what's happening. This is how your body works. So you have this playbook of how to actually succeed in midlife. And lastly, we're also going to talk about blood sugar because I told you it's the last resource that we cannot forget. And I'm going to show you how to discover how to eat for your needs in midlife in this right phase in your life so you can balance blood sugar naturally. Okay. So if you're interested in those, um, in, in going deeper on the science piece, I would like to make that option for you. Make sure to go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free and then you register in there to access the special bonus training where I'm really going to go over all those different, you know, aspects that we just talked about. But really the goal is to now give you this final piece so you can really uncover the three weight loss myths of midlife. And with that, you're going to have the complete package of understanding how your emotions, your blood sugar, and your hormones and your circadian rhythm play a role so that you're fully equipped to Embrace the wealthy women and really hopefully some of those things to show you that even if you are a very busy professional woman, a very busy entrepreneur, that if your health is starting to become a little bit of a sticky point, meaning you're hitting the tipping point and you cannot get away with as much as before, that is okay. There's something we can do about it. But just throwing spaghetti at the wall is not going to do it. I want you to have knowledge and clarity of what is the best 20% of actions you can do for maximum results. So you're best utilizing your time because I know you're busy, but at the same time, using a strategies that are appropriate for this phase in your life. And I hope you enjoy it. I hope you learn something new. And I look forward to seeing you on the podcast. We release episodes every Friday and we're going to continue to show up and give you lots of wonderful content. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.